Hello, 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 and welcome back. Welcome to another episode of Stop Being the Best Kept Secret, hosted by Tana M. Session, Huffington Post's top female expert to follow in 2018, America's number one reinvention and transformation expert, and queen of From Foster Care to Fabulous. I'm so glad you decided to join me today, and what I want to talk about is something that has been brought to my attention is that we recently celebrated Face Your Fear Day. I don't know if any of you are familiar with this day. I just heard about it. I went online and Googled it. And sure enough, October 9th is officially Face Your Fear Day. So the question I had for myself was, why do we need an official day for that? Do people really have to have just one day of the year out of 365, 66, depending on if it's leap year, day to focus on their fears and face them? I not only like to face them, but I also like to challenge them. I acknowledge my fears when they occur. We're all human. We're not robots. Um, You know, we have feelings and we have things that um, pop up in our lives that make us hesitate or contemplate moving forward. I face several of those myself as a business owner in particular, but also in my professional career when I was in HR. And one of the things I had to do was dig deep and find out where is this fear really coming from? What's driving it? Is it an insecurity? Is it because I'm doing something I've never done before? So it's outside of my comfort zone? Is it because I'm doubting my abilities or my knowledge or my wherewithal or my resources? Is it because I don't have enough resources? Is it because I just don't want to do it and really it's not a strength of mine. So because it's not a strength, I want to shy away from it and let someone else handle it or say I can't handle it or not even try to handle it. So one of the things I like to do when I think about my fears, especially as a business owner, is I think back to the day that my husband actually gave me permission to skydive. It was something I've been wanting to do for quite some time, never really got up the nerve to do it. And finally, finally met someone who was willing to do it with me. So we drove out to Long Island and my husband is like, I can't believe you want to do this. I can't believe you're going to go through with this. Are you thinking about me? Are you thinking about your son? And I said, I'm thinking about all of that, but I'm also thinking about me. It was something that I needed to do to fulfill a desire. I am an uh a junkie of adventures. I love doing new and exciting things like parasailing, balloon, hot air ballooning, and skydiving. So when the opportunity came up for me to do it, I said, hell yeah. Went out to Long Island, went through the training with the um, tandem diver that I was going to be partnered with, uh, understood how the parachute works, understood what my motions should be and should not be as we leapt from the airplane and the airplane took off. And it was uh, like a dust cropter. It had no back seats. It was just a pilot and a co-pilot seat and then just open space. And myself, along with my friend who decided to do it with me, we're in the back with our tandem divers. And we're sitting back there. And I remember we probably got to, I want to say 10,000 feet, maybe less. I can't recall. And they popped the door open to the plane, the door that we would jump out of. And a gust of wind came in. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe I'm doing this. And before I knew it, my friend and his tandem uh, diver, they were gone, poof, gone out of the plane. And then eventually, once they got down to a certain uh, amount of feet below the plane, 
the diver that I was with moved me and we kind of slid over to the edge and we put our feet in the position that he told us to put them in. And I remember holding on to the side of the airplane and shaking my head like, no, no, I changed my mind and putting my hand across my neck like cut, cut, you know, and boom, we were gone out the plane, free falling, wind blowing against my face, um, you know, making my lips and mouth quiver to the point where saliva was running across my cheeks my eyes were watering even though I had on goggles and I let out a big scream because he told me you're holding your breath let it out and I didn't even realize I was holding my breath but a lot of times that's what we're doing when we're faced with a fear we're holding our breath and don't even realize that's what we're doing and it's the one thing our body needs is air it needs to breathe it needs to feel something and I let out a yell as loud as I could because who was going to hear me besides the birds and the diver I was with and as we were free falling, I remember looking out over Long Island, seeing these magnificent homes. We were over by the Hamptons and looking at homes with pools and just really appreciating a bird's eye view um, outside of a plane. Then the parachute was, um, he let the parachute open. And as the parachute opened, we just began, began a very soft descent down to the ground. And I just took it all in. And in the meantime, he's videotaping it and, you know, taking footage of me and my reaction. And when I landed on the ground, my husband was there waiting for me along with my friend who had landed before me. And he was all, they were both also videotaping it. And I landed perfect, perfect, picture perfect landing right on my bum. Boom. And detached the, 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 um, the parachute and the diver came up to me and said, great job would you do it again? And I said, let's go again. I wanted to go back immediately. So I wanted to paint that picture for you because not everyone will do that, skydive that is. But in addition to that, I use that as a point of reference whenever I am facing a new fear. I think back to that day I jumped out of the plane. I could have lost my life. I could have never seen my son or my husband again. I could have broken every bone in my body and been paralyzed. There were tons of things that went through my mind as I was sitting on the edge of that plane and I was yelling, cut, cut, no, I changed my mind. But I also knew there was something inside of me. There's an animal inside each of us that is ready to be released. And when you release that animal at least once, you always have that frame of reference to come back to, to say, you know what, if I made it past that, if I was able to accomplish that, if I was able to do that, achieve that, beat that, then what's next? There is nothing that can stop you. So a lot of people ask me all the time, where do I get my grit from, you know, to keep going? Uh, even when things are slow in my business, where do I get my grit from to keep wanting to motivate others? I've had people ask me, well, who motivates you, Tana? You motivate all these people in your speaking engagements and in your coaching and in your mentoring and working with your, your HR consulting clients, you're even coaching and motivating them, who motivates you? And I have to be honest and sometimes think on that, where do I get my motivation from? It's inside because that animal has been released. And now that that animal has been released, I know there's nothing I can't do. I bet on myself every single day, every single day. I look in the mirror, I give myself kudos for what I accomplished the day before, I challenge myself on what I'm going to accomplish the current day. And then I get to stepping. I get to doing. I take action. Now, there are days when it's harder than others. And there are days when I don't want to do certain things. And there are days when I'm even more motivated to do stuff and just keep going, going, going. 
But for the most part, my goal is to be able to A, be a great role model for my son, to be a wonderful wife and best friend to my husband, and to be a resource to others that are challenged in areas that I've been able to get beyond. So I want to challenge you today in this uh, knowledge that we now have that there's an official Facial Fears Day. I want you to make every day your Facial Fear Day. Every single day. I want you to think about it when you wake up in the morning. What is it that you're fearful of trying to, to do today or this week or this month or this year? And push yourself. Push yourself beyond any limits that you've ever put on yourself because any boundaries that you have are self-imposed. Most of them are in our mind. We worry about things that will never, ever happen. And worrying is like sitting in a, in a rocking chair. And I think I said this in another podcast. You're sitting in a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but you don't get anywhere. It, gives you, it keeps you busy, but it doesn't help you accomplish anything. So my challenge, again, is for you to think about what is the biggest fear that you have right now, whether it's in your career, your business, or just in your personal life, your relationships, maybe with your significant other, with your business partner, with your children. I want you to write that fear down. I want you to write down all the things that could happen if you eliminate that fear and live on that side of possibility. Don't live on the side of impossible. Live on the side of possible because I always believe in possibilities every single day. Anything's possible. We can put our minds to it. You hear people say it all the time and I can tell you for, from my own experience, it's absolutely positively true. So with that, thanks for listening to another episode of Stop Being the Best Kept Secret. I'm your host, Tana M. Session. Huffington Post, top female expert to follow in 2018, America's number one reinvention and transformation expert, and queen of From Foster Care to Fabulous. And I'll see you on the other side of action.